TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. Friends, it's the beer show here on Score North on 1500, and of course, online. You can always find us anytime, anywhere you want at scorenorth.com. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. Reavers, we need to put up the camera in here because I know they have cameras for other shows. We need to play that so people could see exactly what you do <laughs> right up until the exact moment you hit microphone on. Yeah. Because you were doing a ton of business. Right. And I gave you the, hey, the music's playing. And you're like, okay. hold on. And you hit on and you go. Nicely done. Well, thank you. Uh, it, it's it's all those years of, of broadcasting expertise is basically what it is. Honestly, God, it must be. I, I'm really excited for tonight's show for a couple of reasons, and I'll and I'll bring this up um, when I get to my when we get to our guests sure. here in in the next segment. But I can't tell you in the in the seven years, whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. I always kind of equated to hold my oldest son is because okay. that's about the same time that we started doing the show. In the time that we have been doing this show. The number one question that I always get, and it's I'm not making this up, is do any d- d- does any craft breweries make NA beer? Mm, non-alcoholic non-alcoholic beer. beer. I get that more than any other question. And I we've had a couple here and there, but we've really sure. never had a brewery that's kind of dedicated its craft to that. And we're going to meet some folks uh, in the coming segment. So I'm really excited because I know I have a family member. Who's been asking me that for seven years because he does not drink anymore. Mm-hmm. He but but he likes to have a non-alcoholic beer once in a while when yeah. it's you know celebration time. I'd or like whatever. to have a non-alcoric beer once in a while. Yeah, right. So I'm, you, I'm you really want excited. that non-alcoholic before you mow, yeah, and then maybe a little stronger one after you mow because sure. you probably shouldn't use a lawnmower hammered. Well, you do what you want to do. Just don't put your hand under there. <laughs> right? Keep your feet on it. Right, that. right. Okay. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, it, it's You can tell, too. We were talking to Ryan from Elevated before yeah. the show. And you, you could tell it's now full-bloom beer season. Oh, temperature yeah. outside. It's heating up. Everybody wants to kind of stock up and get their thing. You can always tell when it's been a busy week at the store for him because the poor guy comes he in and he's like, Okay, oh, yeah. I just need to chill for two minutes. And then, but then I have to go right after this and go back up to work. Yeah. You know what I heard the other day? I heard our man in the other room, Jonathan, on Score North. Okay. For yeah, he, he the, does that. I, but I had no idea that he was the one of the voices <laughs> of Minnesota United. You didn't? No, and I went to a Minnesota United game the other night. Have you been in that stadium yet? I, I have not. I'm not. The, and Jonathan knows this. I don't rip soccer. I am not a soccer fan, but yes. I don't rip soccer because I know that there are millions and billions of people around the world that love the sport. It's just not my cup of tea, but I appreciate the the sport and and the people that like hey, it. Hey, Jonathan, you have some Score North tickets, I assume, right? Uh, maybe. Yes. Yeah, so, Chris Reavers, <laughs> take your kids and your wife. Yes, it is absolutely gorgeous. What do you think of the there. stadium? It's the outside is cool looking. Mm-hmm. The inside. 
infinitely trumps the outside. It yeah. is beautiful on the inside. And the atmosphere is off the charts. It's amazing. Off yeah. the charts. I mean, it's it's loud. It's fun. It no one's. Uh, it's not like a football game where people are screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely family friendly. Do we have Vuvuzelas? No. no. Is no, that no, no, no. We don't <laughs> no have Vuvuzelas here. Drums and stuff. But Dr- drums, no but only on the one end in the, yep. in the in the loons section, yep. right? And then they occasionally will set off a smoke bomb. Yeah, when they score, yep. Yeah, when they score. So that's occasionally in soccer. (laughs) And then it filters through the whole damn place, and you kind of (coughs) go... Yeah, <laughs> so it's maybe good that they don't score a lot in soccer because okay. you know half of half the people. But the vibe in there is off the charts. I, I beg What's you the to crowd? go. Is the crowd uh, the 30, 35 and under? Is it is uh, it kind of a mixed bag? It's a good looking crowd. Okay, um, upwardly mobile, thirty five, right around that mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and everybody looks good. Look at and, you. I mean, it's it's great. Look at you. You you know what you are. You're Mister Culture. What honestly? You go to the brew hall. Uh, it did go in the brew that hall. That was going to be Amazing. our next question. The brew hall is, is great. And then one of my buddies said, oh, you got to finish your drink quick because you can't pull them out of here. I'm like, no. He's like, no, you, you can't take them. I'm like, yes, you can. You can 100% have your drink and walk out of here with it. And he's like, I don't think so. I'm like, here, hold on. And I walked out the door. I'm like, see how they're not stopping me? And he's like, oh, I always had, felt like I had to slam my drinks wait, wait, in wait. here because I couldn't take them out. What are you talking about now? So, so I, I know Jonathan the stadium, is... There's this beautiful brew hall, mm-hmm. a huge brew hall. It, that's actually open right now, for example. And, what, well, Jonathan told me it's also open when there are not games present. And it's well worth going. And, and the, the menu is much greater. There's more selections when the game's not happening because it's easier to serve food. Okay. And but you can So you can get a mixed drink and you can take it out. Half, half the bars in the stadium, half of it's uh, in uh, you know the rotunda area, so, sort of, sure. right? Yep. And it's just really – I was really proud of it, Jonathan. I assume yeah. when you're – how is your your seats there when you're broadcasting? Is it great? Uh, we basically get the alternate TV booth, which is right in midfield, right on the second deck. Okay, so, so perfect. Perfect view. Okay, yeah. perfect view. Well, I was really proud of him, and I was Thank excited you. to know that I was like, oh, my God, that's Jonathan. He's on the beer yeah, show. he's on the beer show. <laughs> I know him. So pretty impressive. Well, and he is Mr. Soccer. I mean, and he has been ever since I've known him since okay. he started working here. He is Mr. Soccer on this radio station. Well, I was looking through the salaries of some of these soccer players because they, they were kind of some of the people I was with were minimizing what soccer players were making in MLS. I'm like, well, I don't think... One point eight million a year is it that bad? Oh, it's that much! I didn't know they were making well that. a couple some players. Of them, yeah. Cool, and but you know some of them are down to three hundred, and you know, but it's still an awfully good salary. Mm-hmm. And then if you're playing for like Galaxy, you might make six million, right? There's a couple players <laughs> making six. All right, so let me ask you more about kind of the attendance and the vibe and things of that nature, because I'm going to imagine I'm not going to want to take my seven and four year old kids on a Friday night game when it's going to be, you know, you absolutely could. One hundred percent. Okay, it's family friendly. Yeah. Totally family friendly. Okay, it's like going to a Twins game, right? All right. In fact, I think it would be even. Uh, I see a ton of kids. Out yeah, there. a ton of yeah. kids. It would be even cleaner than going to a Twins game. All right. Right. It's very, very family friendly. But they don't have. It's not only for kids, but it, and you know you might have some kids not get it. Right. It's soccer right. might be a little slow. Well, for see, them. and that's the other. And I wasn't going to bring this up because mm-hmm. again, I don't rip soccer. Okay, I'm going to make that yes. clear. Mm-hmm. I don't rip soccer. I just I'm not a fan of it. And there. And I'll be fully honest. There's a lot of it I just simply don't understand. Yes, you do. I know I'm supposed to kick that ball into that net. No, there's, and if, if I do it more than the other guy, I win. If you understand hockey, sure. And the blue line is roughly the same as an offsides, but, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, what you have to understand about, and I'm horrible at this, it's delayed gratification. All right, you get to the peak all the time, but it never quite happens. Well, and the reason I I, I say that is because my my neighbor uh, right behind me. 
uh, and and they have kids that uh, range from I think sixth grade down to uh, first grade with my mm-hmm. son, who was their youngest, and my my okay. oldest is in first grade. So they're all buddies. Sure. And that whole family plays soccer. So I got to be careful. Okay. I can't get William too excited about sure, the sport because he might like say, because hey, then he I might start want to be playing, and then then we're gonna have a whole new set of issues. Anyway, but I wanted to ask about. So you you said it's like going to a Twins game. So if I take my family, am I in for a hundred to two hundred bucks? And yeah, probably more than that. Okay, that's what I yeah, that's what I was gonna get at. But but great craft beer, sure, beautiful clean stadium. Sure. Um, I, I don't know everything about it. I really really Parking? enjoyed the process. No. But you know, there's some ways around it. That's probably what I would do anyway. All right, that's it's pretty impressive. All right, so before we step aside, we Michael Fratelloni, we have a giveaway. We do. That's right. I want you to call six five one six four six eight two five five outside of the metro. You can call eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. At least I assume you still can call that number. I have tickets for the St. Paul Summer Beer Fest. That's right. We partner with these guys virtually every year. It's their 11th annual, by the way. A pair of tickets right now to the St. Paul Summer Beer Fest. It's going to happen Saturday, June 8th. That's a week from this Saturday at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. It's from 1 to 5 p.m., We'll do caller number five right now to 651-646-8255. I know we get you know inundated with with beer festivals and and but this is a really cool one and a, and a lot of fun and it's at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. So uh, we'll send someone there right now. Six five must be twenty one six four six eight two five five. Thank you very much. You must be twenty one to enter and must be twenty one to win. So uh, that's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We will be right back with our featured guest. Do not touch that radio dial. This is the Beer Show. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And folks, they do own the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. They are in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and in White Bear Lake on Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown White Bear Lake. Ryan is here this evening. Hello, sir. Hey, I'm back. You are back. (laughs) Uh, First of all, I I forgot to mention, uh, Mark from Hopkins was our winner of the St. Paul uh, Beer Fest tickets. So thank you for everyone that called in and continues to listen and support this radio show. We greatly appreciate it. So I have to tell you this. uh, I said this in the first segment, and I truly meant it, that you know, in the seven years that we've been doing this show, the number one question I get, and it's not close, is what craft brewery or where can I get NA craft beer? Because there's just a lot of people that are, that are thirsting for that, that kind of product. And I I literally get that question more than any other. Yeah. And you know what, for us, we, we started to see this trend bubbling up before uh, some of the, some of the things that have since uh, come to market that we'll talk about shortly here. But yeah, we, even at the, the South Minneapolis store, especially, we saw a huge demand for, for good NA craft beer Mm -hmm. and, and really, when I say good, a lot of people were sort of the market was telling us that it was these these German mm-hmm. NA beers. So you know, Mike, you you Pauliner. talked about the Pauliner, Radler, uh, Einbecker, Klossdaler. Those were the ones that were selling. And honestly, like you know, the the mainstream, uh, the Calibers and the Oduls, those weren't really doing a lot for us. So we kind of saw this natural trend in the direction of quality within that sector as well. And now we're seeing uh, a whole new uh, trend within the market in terms of craft NA beer, mm-hmm. and we've got. Some guests in the studio tonight with us here from Hairless Dog, a non-alcoholic brewing company, local here, and uh, and Jeff and Paul. Welcome, boys. Appreciate you coming in. 
Thanks for having us. So uh, walk me and Mike and the listener through kind of the history of, of Hairless Dog, kind of where you guys started, maybe what your mission was to begin with, and uh, where you hope to go. That's a good question um, and one that we get often because everyone wants to know, you know, well, what, why would you embark on a project like this? But for us, you know, we, we just we began with a conversation um, uh, where we were like, you know, there are no good NA beers out there. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy, I personally enjoy the health aspect. Like I sleep better and, um, I enjoy, you know, the, 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 for me, you know, um, you know, I enjoy NA better cause mm-hmm. I'm a non-drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were talking over coffee once, um, um, we were like, you know, there's nothing good out there. And we, that's when we were like, okay, we got to do this. So. But you like the flavor of a good beer. Oh, yeah. You just don't like the – we were talking in the green room, and I said, I'm 48, Reavers, FYI, mm-hmm. I'm 48. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to drink hard and lose my next day. Okay. Right? It's just not fun. And these guys kind of had a tagline that said – what was your tagline? Party was, like there's a tomorrow. Party like there's yeah. tomorrow. Like you have That's to brilliant. do something tomorrow. Like, hey, you might have to get up and go running tomorrow at 8. Well, if you go have six beers, you're not doing that. All your motivation goes away. Doesn't mean it's not right sometimes, right. but I like this concept and I like the fact that I could see working these in, right? I think that's, I think for me, that's the big thing here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's certainly a market for non-drinkers and we talked about people that have medical conditions or are pregnant, whatever it might be. However, we're seeing more and more of our customers that want to work these beers into the rotation for that reason. You know, they, they just kind of want to stagger their intake of alcohol a little bit, still have some incredible flavor, which you guys provide. And uh, and not go as hard as maybe they normally would if they were drinking alcoholic beer the whole night. That is what we're kind of hoping for. We did. We came to this from a um, from the perspective of creating a you know a beer drinking experience. Uh, like Jeff was saying earlier, so much of so much of the the social aspect of what we do is is centered around you know alcohol. Mm-hmm. And if you go out and you have a non alcoholic beer, people are like, well, why is that? You know. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why it sticks out so much is because there has been such low quality in that market. And there's been such, it's just been a really neglected market space. And so now as the American beer palate has come along, just the same as the American wine palate has come along, you know, you find people like you're saying, people our age, Mike, Mm -hmm. who, you know, have to wake up and work the next day and, and still like the taste of a good quality craft beer. And so that's what we're trying to, uh, that's what we're trying to provide here. And it, and it came out of, you know, a home brewing experience that we just kind of expanded out of and, and we're missing. Uh, Hairless Dog Brewing Company is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings per usual this weekend from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location and from three to, on Friday and from 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturday at the White Bear Lake location. And you can find out more at elevatedatbws.com. Uh, two quick points, Ryan. First, we talked about you uh, bringing guests in that have better voices than us. We need to work on that, so uh, let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's stop doing that. Uh, but secondly, I'm, I'm interested in a, in a consumer standpoint. Obviously, you've seen the demand for NA beer grow. Is it basically, does it correlate with the continued growth of craft beer, or is it is it on a different different plane? I would say lately it has been. It's, it's sort of been playing catch up. And at Elevated, we'd like to pride ourselves on our non-alcoholic beer selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is it probably larger than any other store in the state at both stores, but we also keep it cold. You know, this this mm-hmm. beer often gets neglected or sure. just kind of shoved aside, and it's that, that can be a that, little dusty places. Yeah, yeah. That for just for that niche drinker, right? But we feel like it it deserves cooler space, um, especially these these hairless dog 
beers that are coming out. They're incredible. And, and again, they do speak to that American craft beer drinker, which we hadn't really seen and, until these guys came along. So uh, kudos to you guys. So I saw this alarming trend happening in the beer industry because on Facebook, come around January 1st, a whole bunch of people were posting, my sober January's happening. And mm. I'm like, Ryan must be freaking out because if enough people <laughs> catch on to that, you're going to have some struggles and sales. You know, it usually lasts like that first a couple days. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, now you can have an option for, hey, I still like the the taste of this, but I'm still going to have my sober January. You should name one of your beers. I'm, I'm a thinker, right, Reavers? Oh, you should yeah, name you one are. of your beers January. I like that. Just January. Just January. Mm-hmm. Like this is the beer you're going to drink during January. All they have to do is try it. Why don't you tell us what you're putting out there? What What's uh, soon to be in cans but in the bottles right now? Right now uh, we've got on the shelves uh, non-alcoholic coffee stout. And then we are doing a summer lager. And um, we're going to tweak this a little bit. We're coming out with cans. July 4th is our launch uh, metro-wide. Independence Day. Independence Day. Independence so Day. no <laughs> symbolism there or anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, but So the, the, the plan at that point is to actually launch with, our, uh, with, with an IPA that we've been working on for a few years. Um, um, it came highly recommended by our good friends at Elevated as well. Um, they were like, you know, you got to have an IPA. So, um, and that, that's tricky. It's tricky to make, make a beer that, uh, doesn't take a traditional, you know, um, a, approach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to really be careful in, 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 in how you make it, but we're, we're pretty sure the, the how IPA do you is good. pull the alcohol out of an IPA? I don't, maybe I don't understand the chemistry. It goes through a machine. He'd like to tell little, you, but he'd have to kill red, you. There's no. a little red button. No, I mean, is it, it seriously? <laughs> it's done. No, I mean, during the process, the, the fermentation process, it creates the alcohol, right? How are you de-alcoholizing that? Is that a word? De-alcoholizing? It is a word. It, okay. it is a word. Believe how, me. I mean, we've is, had to spell it? check that a okay. number of times. Do you want to take this one? Sure. There's, well, there's multiple methods that people use to do it and, you know, the, Probably the most common method right now is kind of a vacuum boil. So they take a finished beer and then they boil the alcohol out under vacuum pressure. To keep so it's the sucking the air out, out of it, and which yeah, is the vapors the, of the alcohol. The boiling okay. temperature of alcohol is lower than water, yada, yada, yada. Got so it. Okay. The water's left behind. Uh, and then uh, there's a new, uh, not new, but another technology that essentially is a, it's a gigantic kidney dialysis machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we take a third track that's... Uh, Proprietary. You know, well, Yeah. Although I'm thinking, here's another idea. Here we go. That vapor that's coming off with all the alcohol, you should just can that vapor. And we'll bring it to you. Sell (laughs) alcohol air. I kind of like that idea of alcohol air. It's not very fattening, I'm going to promise you that. Exactly. You just pop open a can and you breathe it. (laughs) Right? Ten ten bucks. Stop giving him ideas. Ten ten bucks is going to be out there, I promise you. So I want to go back to something you said earlier, Paul. By the way, Hairless Dog Brewing Company, the guest here. You said something about the homebrew process that both of you were involved with or was it just you paul uh primarily me okay yeah, so yeah. when you when you initially started the homebrew process mm-hmm. was it to strictly make a uh, non-alcoholic beer or did you want to be an ipa m- maker no i uh i've been boy let's see i had been homebrewing for about 20 years before okay I stopped drinking okay and um it was something that i really enjoyed and but i didn't get into the chemistry of it and all that really as deep until i got into this and so the the first recipe that we came out with that we that we put on the shelves was our black ale that's now sold out but that was a, a recipe that i'd spent about 10 years working on on the on the alcoholic side mm-hmm. and was familiar enough with it that it seemed like something we could play around with and you know know the nuances of so how different is the home brew process or just the brewing process mm-hmm. in general 
from making uh, an NA beer to making a regular style IPA or what have you. Not all that different. I didn't. Not I wouldn't all think that so. Different. No, primarily the ingredients are the same. The process is the same. You just get them. You know, mess around with a couple things here and there. Are you going to come out with a sour? Will you have a goza? Will you, I mean, will you have all these other line extensions? Because yep. my mind says, why wouldn't you? Well, that's the thing is we got you know once we've kind of you know dialed in our technique a little bit, mm-hmm. pretty much we can make whatever we want. It's uh, it's a relatively easy transition at that point. Okay, um, we do have some some technical considerations, you know, so we can't, you know, we, we can't have a, a super hazy certain thing, but we can sure. do it a different way. And okay, so you know, experimenting with those different ways to get that haze in there, and then the option is like, well, all right, by the time we get around to figuring it out, is everybody going to be on to like white bread beers or something else? You sure. Know? Well, well my mind says you know. nothing's cooler than wanting something and not being able to get it, right? Mm-hmm. So the beer that you're out of right now, that's the one I want, FYI, because you, no don't, you don't have it. But I could see you rolling in with, hey, we have a um, you know, mango goza that's going to be here, and Ryan's going to have it for three months, and then it's gone. So, oh, that one's gone, and here's the next thing. That keeps your brand really tight yeah. and, and people paying attention to it. And gives the brewer something to, mm-hmm. like, strive for, right? Because it would be boring if you only did your summer ale every day for nine hours. Yeah, and we do anticipate, like he was saying, that, you know, this this market is it's expanding and there are more people coming into it. And you're going to have to be more competitive and more creative and more disruptive, you know, so you don't end up getting stale. Sure. Uh, we, you know, we certainly plan on being here for a long time. And we're, you know, we're a dedicated to any brewery. We're not a pity drink that's mm-hmm. coming off of somebody else's brewery that they throw aside for somebody to feel better about themselves. Sure. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And we do it for our users. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is it is it feasible for you guys to have a, a tap room? I mean, is that, that, was, is that, I was is that something that, that you guys thing, could yeah. see in your future? And, and, and do you think there's some demand for uh, on-premise non-alcoholic drinking? Yeah, you know, that that's actually come up in conversation a couple of times. I was really skeptical that I'm like, you know what, in like in, in restaurants, you know, would, would anyone buy it? Would, would they buy this for by the keg and in, in bars and so forth? And uh, there does seem to be some of that happening as they kind of were like, okay, well, we, you know, we have some customers that, that, that do want NA products. Um, a tap room has come up in conversation a couple of times between the two of us. And I keep, I, Paul's like, you know, it would be cool to have a tap room. I shut him down. I'm like, dude, <laughs> just focus on making that Belgian. Okay. Right. <laughs> and he's like, stop with the Belgians. Cause that's, that's going to be a, that's, that's gonna be a nightmare. But um, I, mean, I can yeah. see that being like a like a coffee shop in a way, you right, know, an right. alcoholic yeah. uh, brewery. It's, or why doesn't every CrossFit gym have a kegerator with one of your kegs? Why doesn't every LA Fitness have a kegerator with one of your kegs? I mean, why why do you need to have the tap room? Give it to some – I see your your vision as, in my view, like Mike, I'm at athletic – called, It's called margins. Right. What? Yeah, I mean, no, no, but I mean, I, I, I like could, his version better. I, I, could, <laughs> I could see it like I'm an athlete and I'm at my CrossFit gym. My CrossFit gym just happens to have like a kombucha thing. So you can go up there and get a big thing of kombucha for eight bucks or whatever. Well, why can't I just get a beer when I'm done working out? Oh, I'm getting a great beer here. And that has a bunch of legs to me because then you're aligning yourself with athletes, which I think is a pretty darn good alignment, right, for for your brand. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, we're at at our core, we're beer fans. Mm -hmm. You know, we love beer and we're not going to say anything bad about beer with alcohol Mm -hmm. in it. You know, it's just the, uh, you know, the, for people that want to take a break, like you're saying, um, there are athletes that might want to, um, abstain for, uh, their, their health reasons, uh, mental health, religious reasons, whatever. Um, you know, there's, you know, we, we want to make something that's engaging and, like you said, limited editions. Mm-hmm. We've been we do have uh, some planned, and um, and we we plan you know throughout the year sporadically to be releasing different stuff. You'll find them at 
participating realtors, such as Elevated. Right. Well, with all that said, you you have to mention the calorie count on these things. Too. I was, was just going right? to look at it. Yeah. He's yeah. killing my questions here. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, the, we're I think this one, I think we're like 70 calories on the summer. And uh, I don't I don't even I think these got. What, where are we, dude? All of our offerings would be <laughs> under 90 calories at this point. Okay. Right now, the ones that are on the shelves right now are at 70 and 80 calories. So that's yeah. less than a Mick Ultra. It is. And yeah. It's, it's lower carb. We don't, you know, it's and not And tastes a hell of a lot better, too. I'm going to tell you that you. right now. Thank, Thank you very you. much. You know, yeah, if you're going to have one Mick Ultra, well, you're not getting drunk on one Mick Ultra anyways, no. right? You might as well have one really high quality NA. I would rather drink. Absolutely. I mean, what what would be the, if you're going to just have one, why am I, can't get off of this gym idea? You could have four. You could have four of those, right? And it's 70 a piece. That's nothing. And my my gym idea, I keep going back to Mm -hmm. because you can't sell a beer at the gym. They can't Mm -hmm. do that because they don't have the right licensing for it, but they can absolutely sell this. And I could see after every class, like, hey, let's stay here and hang out and have one of these. I like that idea. Mike, you're brilliant. Thanks. It does. It's a brilliant idea. And it, okay, does, it does. It gets to the, the, the still emerging kind of wellness movement that mm-hmm. really, that this does kind of fit in there with too, where people are paying more attention to what they're putting into their bodies. Like you're saying, everybody is working out, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, the millennial generation is really turning away from alcoholic beverages in huge numbers and they're looking for alternatives. Um, and so there, there's a, there is a sizable market that, that is untapped. It's just at this point, it's it's still super refined and 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 very dedicated. I mm-hmm. mean, the the people who are into this are really really dedicated to it. Are you both ready for a really really stupid question? Always. Okay, good. So, Mister Ideas over here, I'm going to put him on the spot with a couple of things. Let's say um, I don't know a guy that owned a chain of hardware stores mm-hmm. also wanted to open up a little uh, side tavern and wanted to sell you. Would he need a liquor license if he just sold? Your product from Hairless Dog that was NA beer? That is the greatest idea I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Thank you. And if and if such a purveyor existed, yeah. we encourage him to do that and carry only Hairless Dog if right. he knows someone. Right. I mean, that would be really cool. You buy a lawnmower from Fratelloni and I say, hey, before you go, let's have a quick NA beer. Right? Yeah. That would be actually really a cool, fun it. thing to do, right? But okay, yeah, we're doing you, it. What's, you would what? need no special license. Oh, of course not. So you don't. Yes. You wouldn't need to, 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 in order to sell it on tap or what have you. Nope. Okay. That opens up many a place that you could have a tap handle. Mm-hmm. You might not get every tap handle at Grumpy's or every tap handle at the Loon, but oh, you might get one wants. at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. You might get one at the gym. You might get one. I mean, that that increases your properties that you could be out at in a huge, huge yes. way. Yep. Uh, very cool. Well, I'm thinking, you know, weddings, all, all you know, all, all sorts of functions and events like that, that, that would be huge. Well, yeah. police stations and, you know, first responders, anybody, doctors, anybody mm-hmm. who has to be on the next morning, mm-hmm. you know, it gives them an opportunity to, to relax. He's and thought feel this human. out. He's yeah. thought this out before. He's already have all these ideas. I'm done telling him ideas because he's <laughs> I'm turning my back now. All right. Are you guys good on time? Can you stick around? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's step aside for just a brief moment and reset the table, then come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits and our new friends from Hairless Dog Brewing Company. That's Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Beer Show. Final segment of The Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers. It's Fratelloni. It's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And it's an extended beer run in which heavy negotiations have been taking place during the commercial breaks uh, because we're welcoming in our new friends, Hairless Dog Brewing Company, strictly non-alcoholic craft beer. And I, I, I said this in the previous segment, but for those that are just tuning in, this is the number one question I get uh, in doing this show for the years that we've done it is, 
I want a really good local craft beer. That's N.A., Ryan. I can't tell you how many people we're going to be making happy yeah. with this interview today. And that's a 0.0%. I mean, yep. There's no alcohol in this beer. So yes. Pretty awesome. I, I want to ask you, and I'm going to put you on the spot. What you know When you see this, because you get N.A. questions all the time for your craft beer, because you guys are, well, you're my bottle shop, but you're identified with kind of with craft beer, especially good local craft beer. What kind of stands out with these guys for you as it relates to N.A. and craft beer in general? Well, the first thing is just speaking to the American craft beer drinker, number one. As I mentioned in the first segment, really what we saw people flocking to because they had to was more of those German-style NA beers. But this is just a whole different category now, and these guys have nailed it. Um, That, coupled with the fact that they're just doing a really good job, you know, with the branding as well, I think it really speaks to that that consumer. So it's not just the beer, but it's the package. And I I think we should touch on on something that Mike talked about in the first segment too, which is this this transition you guys are making into cans now. I think that's going to be that's that's going to resonate even more Big. with with that crowd. Yep, I agree totally. So uh, Jeff and uh, Paul are here with Hairless Dog Brewing Company. Talk about that transition. So you guys are you know getting you're fairly new to this ball game and whatnot. Uh, but but that transition, how is that any different for you guys being a strictly non alcoholic craft brewer? Um, I'm not sure that I know the how well. It, it the transition the transition to cans for us really represents a an expansion of our of our capabilities. Mm-hmm. And so we started off in bottles um, at uh, at a much smaller capacity, and uh, the demand has outstripped our our expectations wildly. And uh, which is good, right? It's it's yeah. a great problem to have. <laughs> yeah. And one of the added benefits that comes with going uh, in a can, and like we were talking about, is because we. There is zero point zero percent alcohol, and is we can ship it through Amazon, and it's it's hard to do that with a six pack of bottles. Wow, uh, okay. we got a again the customer base for for NA craft beers is a very dedicated group of people, and they're um, they do their research, and they're they're used to doing mail order a lot, and so that's going to be a big a big plus for us. But we do hope to expand our our retail presence rapidly, you know, and it, it's it's been really great for for us to have people like Elevated who is an early adapter and has done just such a huge thing for this scene locally. I just, in terms of opening up opportunities without the opportunities of their stores. I mean, this this is this, you know, you'd still be drinking old duels. You should have seen six years ago, they would have the first run, the first bottled or canned beer from half the, uh, half the breweries in Minnesota. The only people that would have them on the shelf was Ryan. And well, that, that know, was really it, impressive. I'd, I'd like to take all the credit for that, but we do have an incredible general manager at the Minneapolis store, Jim, who you guys mm-hmm. know well, the listeners know well too. Uh, and he just, I mean, he's just so on point with making sure that he's... He has his finger on the pulse, yeah, there's no and doubt. He's, and he's, he's fostering, you know, great relationships with all the different uh, suppliers that we have from the state and even outside of our borders in Drecker and in and, mm-hmm. and North Dakota and Brewing Project in Wisconsin. I mean, Jim's on it, so props to Jim. He's worked with you guys a lot yeah, too, in uh, Hairless Dog, and um, and it's a big part of the reason that we have uh, the 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 availability to Hairless Dog right now too. It's kind of funny because it would be like we have a two gallon system, a two barrel system, and Ryan would be like, okay. Let's try Bring it. Let's it see. In. Let's yeah. see how it works. <laughs> and you know, we're still, and you know that that's still the case. We still love to uh, to to try a new beer, and we like to uh, provide our customers with that opportunity mm-hmm. every chance we get. Um, not everything sticks these days, though. You no. know, it used to be a lot easier to to maintain a shelf uh, spot and, and presence in the store, but um, you know, 
the the market speaks eventually. And a quick aside, by the way, shout out to Jim, uh, guest last week, the Still Brewery. Yeah, the the Deadhead Hazy IPA, incredible. My huh? God in heaven, that's his favorite. It's I mean, really really good. He's I, not messing around. And I didn't have it until after the show, so this is the first time I've had the chance to just shout out to him saying. He hit another home run, as he does. He tends to do that every week. But that's it's a really good tout. They're out of just outside of Madison, I believe, right? Just outside of Madison, Wisconsin. I think so. Distill yeah, that right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, back to the lesson at hand here. You guys are based out of basically the Uptown area, Hairless Dog Brewery Company, correct? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So um, first of all, we haven't even uh, thrown out the website yet for people that want to find out more information about you guys. Well, thank you. That's, <laughs> that's convenient. Uh, www.obviously.com. Yep. Uh, Very cool. So I... The more I'm thinking about this, too, Mike, Mike kind of, I mean, he, I know Mike's a pusher and he's an ideas guy. Damn. That's why we have to kind of l- hold him back a little bit. Rain him <laughs> in. Um, but I, but the more I'm thinking about it, a, a, a taproom for you guys, I can completely see that in the, in the future for you guys. It's certainly something that, that we, you know, kick around. Um, it, I guess the time I like, by tell. the way, how Paul shook his head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need it? And have like, it in every coffee shop. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, to me, it, 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 it being in just available as a, in a can, I think makes a lot of sense for now. Sure. But uh, you know, tap room. I mean, and I, I, that would be amazing. I mean, if we can get to that point in the NA beer industry, mm. I mean, if if there is an emerging industry of of, of NA craft beers, um, that would be that'd be truly incredible to be a part of that for sure. And yeah, I could see too, because I'm wondering. I don't know all of the, the 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 bylaws, the guidelines of what you can and can't do with craft breweries. I know there's the we call it the three tier system, right. and that would obviously you guys would fall under a completely different uh, set of rules by, by the state of Minnesota. Yeah, I guess um, you know, and the, there's a lot of here's I guess that we, for us, we you know we we're still making beer, but yeah, as far as the regulations go, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot carved out for our. Uh, yeah, let's not bring industry. it up because someone that, exactly. will say, yeah. you, know you know what? Let's push the envelope. It looks like a beer. They should be. Uh, I was thinking, how do I answer this without <laughs> getting in trouble? There's, in all in all fairness, though, there's there's a little bit of Wild West to, sure. to the industry at yep. this point, which also you know goes to your point about a, about a tap room is, you know, it's going to settle out a little bit. And we're going to figure out if the N.A. craft industry is going to follow the same arc as the, you know, the craft beer industry mm-hmm. where you can't swing a dead cat without hitting 90 IPAs these days, mm-hmm. which I we think certainly think is going to happen. A tap room for you, when you hit all states or when you're at 48 states, mm-hmm. then people would travel to go to a tap room to see who made their N.A. beer. So this right. is a destination. Right? It's a destination thing. I don't know if it's a, hey, it's Tuesday night. Let's go over to Hairless Dog. In my mind, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see when you guys really get big, people want to go see what happens at Hairless, where it's a purely destination travel. It's like like when I go to San Diego, do I want to go out to whatever? Well, the nice thing about the tap room outside of the margins is also just the experimentation, right? It just yes. gives you an opportunity to kind mm-hmm. of test market a lot so of a lot of these beers, yeah. Batches that are only on, yeah, totally. So there's a lot to like, but I get it, I get it, Mike. Well, do let's you, make let's make it happen, though. Let's open up a tap let's room. Let's do yep. it. When people come to Minneapolis, they can uh, they, dog Fred alone, right? Again. They can go to Pace, <laughs> yeah, that's hard. <laughs> they can come to the hairless dog tap room. I love it. Do you have uh, what restaurants have you on tap? Does anybody have you on tap yet? Uh, um, as on far tap, as tap, no, no, okay. So how is Fratelloni going to have you on tap? I got it. You guys well, can we'll, put it in a keg, right? Exclusive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. It's going to be a sure. uh, something special we would do just for you. Oh, I'm so excited. No, but if there's Finally, a restaurant out say. there that does want to put it on tap, we can make that available. It's just a matter of, you know, just changing up the manufacturing. The so grill and go restaurant? IPA. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this. You guys look like you're 
uptown guys that go out and, and maybe go to fine restaurants and you look like you have some money and all that fun stuff. What <laughs> restaurant would you want to have this on tap? So you could go in and you could say, hey, Steve, come here. Look at my beers on tap. What restaurant would you want to have? Murray's. Murray's. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Um, any fine blue plate location would do any it for me. Any fine yes. blue plate. Mm. All right. Mm. Stephanie, just shout out to Stephanie right yep. there. And David. Okay. Good good people. Yeah. You guys do have bottles in, in restaurants. Yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But you want a tap. You want a tap handle design. Where, where, can, really where cool. can you find it on premise? Right yeah, now? that's a good right yeah. now. You can find us at uh, the uh, some blue plate restaurants, um, the Lowry Uptown. Murray's. Uh, Murray's. Um, and where else? I, You know, I, I again, I I, you put a microphone. Else, yeah. Yeah. It's sold out everywhere. Okay, yeah. so you're in that position. Do you have a big enough brewing facility to have this yes. really hit or are you guys going to have now. to go yeah. oh, you do now we, okay. we, we realized that <clears throat> and we when we first ran these last batches we got them done in december and then um we were like okay well people seem to be liking this yeah. <laughs> and um and i'm like we need to come up with a plan pretty quickly here mm-hmm. uh to to um you know so we can do this we sure. want to do we want to we want to make this our our thing you know hairless dog is we want to keep, keep the space interesting um, always engage the the drinker, um, and so we realized that we needed to scale up. So in the last few months, people have been emailing us and and reaching out on our website saying, "Look, man, I can't find you anywhere. Where are you at?" Mm-hmm. And I think Elevated is one of the few places left because and I, and that's it's a it's a it's a problem, but it's a good problem to have because sure. we've been selling out everywhere. Yeah. But for now, until and I think July fourth with our official launch, we'll have a little bit more of a, a bigger footprint. They're going to become the Drucker of NA. Doesn't it kind of sound kind of like feels that? Like they are. You Already, guys are yeah. you familiar with Drucker? Oh yeah. So you know Drucker just. I they ship Dr- down Drucker. Drucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not familiar with it. They ship down like a half a truckload of beer, and then it's gone in four days. And people are like, "Oh, that would have been great." It, it comes out on a, on Thursday nights or Fridays for you, right? Yeah, usually end. Of Why week. do you think yeah. I go to the store yeah. first? Okay, I mean, is that what it is? It's <laughs> like, yeah, Thursday yeah. Or Friday. So I mean, that would be really cool to be in that position to say, "Hey, you got to get there Friday. Here's when it hits." And I mean, that would be a great problem to have. Again, we're, we're yeah. kind of seeing a little bit of it already, which is pretty cool. We to to us we were like you know we to get a, a a situation where you have where you can keep people interested and and keep them engaged with new lines and and um, you have your annuals thing you know that, that are going to be around the your year staples, long yeah. exactly the staples the flagships and then we're going to like you're saying develop the the uh, limited edition stuff that will be a wait for and stuff. All cool. right. Yeah, we love Hairless it. Dog Brewing Company, the guest, courtesy of Elevated. Two tastings this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and a, a different twist. It's your chance to sample and try a unique beer, and this one is non-alcoholic, and you get to do it for free. That doesn't change, of course. Uh, this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd, excuse me, and in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 on Saturday, Highway 61 and 4th Street, downtown yeah, come, White Bear come Lake. come check these beers out. You're going to be surprised, I, th- I think, for a I lot do of too. people, uh, just how how great they stand up even against regular beer you, so, it's it's hard to tell i want to touch on the beer here in the closing minutes that we have here on the show um i'm seeing the non-alcoholic coffee stout and the non-alcoholic summer lager uh kind of the overarching question i have portfolio style i i and here's how i envision this going because i can already see this is going to be very successful because of you know the movement of craft beer and people there's going to be a demand for this type of product are are you guys going to face you know like oh we got to keep up with the the trends and you I mean obviously the hazy IPAs things like that aren't going to be 
you know, that that's not going to be in your portfolio, but expanding the portfolio that as it relates to hairless dog, I've got to imagine that that's, that's part of the near future for you guys. Yeah, we are. We will constantly update our offering. We're going to have, like we're saying, a couple of flagships, but then we'll be relatively nimble in our ability to put out smaller Which is cool. batches and, and, and adjust to what, you know, to what people want. And again, is, is, is the, the user matures a little bit more and then, you know, figures out that this is available and they start seeking it out more. It'll give us more of an opportunity to really push those envelopes a little bit more. But again, we, you know, we, we, we want to be different and unique and innovative and all of those fun stuff. And we want to, we want this to be an experience for our users in the same way that any other craft beer would be that experience for any other user anywhere. So when you started out as a home brewer, what was kind of your go-to style or the style that you really like to either create or you know, sample, whatever where, whatever mm-hmm. the case might be? My, uh, well, uh, the one that I ended up making the most uh, was was the Black Ale, like I said. But, my, you know, my favorite was a, was a Saison. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Do you envision that as part of the future? Yes. <laughs> it's a challenge. I, mean, it, I, saw know, the, I saw the look in his yeah. eye. And NA beer is the definition of sessionable, right? So, yep. I mean, because you can keep drinking them. If you can make a great saison, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah, so I'm excited I'm, for these cans. I have to say that. I, and you guys were talking about in the green room. I just think it's so cool how... With the the look that you guys have on your on your labels too, it just it does it. Yes, it's different, but it doesn't stand out as different when you're at a party. And I think that if you're a non-drinker or for some reason you're just not into having beer that day, um, you might you just don't look like you, you don't look like you're morning. outside of the crowd. You blend right in, mm-hmm. and it, it it's it's right on point. So uh, it is really well yeah, done. That's one of our one of our kind of one of the things we say is we want to bring more people to the party. You know, we want to be more inclusive. We want to bring more people up for a longer party and, and connect on a, on a better level. Well, and, and you and I were talking about this off the air. It's, it's, you know, I, I keep referring back to my dad cause my dad is a, an NA beer drinker, but I always feel bad when we go to a spot where I want to have an IPA or whatever. And there's, there's nothing really available for him because it's it's all about inclusion and it's all about the social you don't aspect feel of bad. that. Well, I, you know, I <laughs> no, do. You know what you're thinking? Well, then I, I make a sober driver. Right, drive I'll make home. him drive me home. <laughs> yeah, but but that's like, thanks, Dad. That's the only reason you invite him. <laughs> but but that is, and it's. I think that that's a really cool mission that you guys have, and one that I fully support. Thank you. Yeah, we do. We get a lot of we we've gotten a lot of feedback from our website. We got an, an email the other day from somebody saying I haven't been able to drink in thirty years, and I just had a beer with my kid for the first time. And That's so cool. Those experiences are really you know have, have made it more than just a you know a flash in the pan for us. We got to do this now. That's really mm-hmm. cool. All right, so we have two minutes to go. Anything else you, you guys want to touch on that we haven't got to with Hairless Dog Brewing Company? Feel free. The floor is yours, sir. Wow. Um, well, yeah, I, it's it's been an interesting venture. I I think that this we're looking forward to meeting our customers and finding out what they what they like, um, and and I you know I guess we just want to keep that dialogue going with them. We always are going to stay in the non alcoholic world, like Paul said earlier. Cool. This is not a pity product. This is not like well we'll make one over here to make some money off it. Of, no, this is this is a very much our hearts are into this. And um, we're not making anything that we would not drink ourselves and that we don't drink ourselves. We, we, you know, we, we, we have to love it in order for us to, in order for us to put it out. Very cool. uh, Yeah. It's been a really, it's been a really joyful, uh, you know, experience for us to meet, you know, to people like Elevate and, and, and the community that's evolving out of this is very reminiscent of other kind of, you know, creative communities that we've been in. And that's, that's been really gratifying. Awesome. And so, you know, it's, it's going to be a long time journey and we're, we're into it. Well, Paul, Jeff, congratulations on this, and uh, you have fans here at the Beer Show, so reach out anytime. Uh-huh. Thanks so much. You got Thank it. Thank you very much. Uh, and we mentioned two tastings, Friday, Saturday. Come check it out. Yeah, Minneapolis, Friday night, 5 to 7.
White Bear, 3 to 5 on Saturday. Come check it out. This is definitely worth your time, and uh, should, you should be worked into your summer rotation, I think. And it's you know getting warm out, so people might want to be stopping at a store yeah. to maybe buy some maybe other. Maybe even a hardware store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so check check it out Friday, Saturday, and you can find more information at elevatedbws.com. Yes, sir. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. We'll talk to you again next week. And, uh, Michael, that's going to do it. For our, for our show this week. You're the best, baby. And I can't wait to go into one of my 21 Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores and sample Hairless Dog. <laughs> Won't that be cool? I think it's going to be awesome. You can buy a mower. And I love Use that I put you on the spot. Drink. Yeah, it's going to work. I'm, I'm calling it the Grill and Go or the Gas and Go IPA. Oh, I love it. From Hairless Dog. All That's right. what I'm going to go with. Anyway, if you missed any portion of the program, you can always check out the podcast and you can find it online at scorenorth.com. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. The Crafty Rogues is up next ahead of, that's right, game one of the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors. Until next Thursday night, cheers.